Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to episode 171 of Geekscape. This is your weekly movies, video games, and comic book podcast. Uh, every week, your host, Jonathan London, that's me over here on the left for you video listeners. Um, I have a, a special guest every week, and what we do is we talk about movies, video games, and comics, news and reviews, and I like to pull somebody who knows a lot about that stuff. Or at least is funny. Mm. And this Barring week, both of those, you get stuck with me. <laughs> this week, I think we have both. Uh, Jason Nellis, who Tarks. hilariously can eat eight crackers in less than a... It, it, was, it was six crackers in a minute, and I really need a new thing. We need right. to find me a new thing. Um, I think we should do the milk thing. I think if you want to watch me puke, we can do that. Now, what's the milk? Now, the, guys, the, go back to an older episode that Jason yeah. Ellis is on. You'll see him beat the saltine challenge, yeah. which is the. I believe Matt Kelly actually put up that clip specifically. Yeah. Go to YouTube and look for Geekscape yeah. saltine challenge, and you'll see Jason Ellis yeah. just rock the record after Nar Williams and I totally just. It's went okay. Down you in tried. Flames. You tried. You're good people like that. Couldn't stop laughing. And it was pretty funny. It was. I feel like less of a man. Um, I don't know yeah. how much less you can get, but. <laughs> Well, speaking of which, Gilmore's not here. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> point taken. Yeah. Uh, right. So, uh, yeah, if we're going to do another physical, physical yeah. challenge, in the uh, quotation marks for the audio listeners, the, what's the milk one? The milk one is so the the milk challenge, as I understand it, is that it is supposedly impossible to consume an entire gallon of milk under an hour and not puke. That, that supposedly the amount the, the amount of pure volume in your stomach is so much that you have no choice by the by the end of it really right. but to right your, your stomach is literally the size of a clenched fist yeah yeah so and it's, so it's that you, you, that if you're me but if you want to just maintain your weight you at every meal you're supposed to just eat that much food yeah you know um, a gallon of milk just sounds like a so, bad idea yeah so that's now, like now is it yeah, yeah, is this yeah like, no, that's like it, 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 there it, we go yeah. it's getting better yeah I mean, that's, a, like, <laughs> that's a, a gallon's that yeah. big um, does it have to be like whole milk does it have to be my understanding cause, is cause cause I myself, because you could hypothetically go skim to, I'm, like, I'm like lactose intolerant I would yeah. be saving myself from shooting out both ends there you go I, I suppose it's I mean hypothetically which would make a good video that would be that'd be special um it, uh, it probably could be done with water. I mean, I'm sure the Geekscapists out there will probably have no, an opinion about whether hell. that... Yeah. Right. Good. Well, more power to them. I think... Would you be willing to undergo this challenge? For money, yes. Oh, for money. Sorry, I'm not doing it for the pure love of the game. Oh, it's just, come on. We did that once already. Unless you got crackers here, and I'll try for eight in, I don't know, no, 60 well, seconds. Well, your dad called off your claim. I, I, he said that you needed to whistle Yankee Doodle Dandy at yeah, the end of it. Yeah, he did call me a pussy, so yes. I, uh, <laughs> a real, well, yeah. I think we're all calling you a pussy now, too, because this milk thing is something we want to see, and I, I'm I, willing to do it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You get me drunk enough at Comic-Con, we'll talk. You heard it here first, right. folks. Guys, uh, Comic-Con's two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, Geekscape will be there with the whole booth and everything. Uh, Jason Nellis will be there. I will. The um, whole time. Feel free to come and get me for some Hulu swag. I'll have tons. We're kind of at the at this... I, I'm at this place where I'm like, okay, I'm only really going to be at the Geekscape booth if I'm not on a panel or something. So um, we've got some Geekscape, some new shirts, some new designs and things like that. But uh, I haven't had a chance to really look at the schedule of Comic-Con just... I know I'm not going to be able to attend any of those. Yeah, things, exactly. so well, I'll be your. I'll, I'll be, be your sitting eyes there and ears. with. The, I'll yeah. be sitting there with uh, Matt Kelly hawking goods. Sweet. So um, Gilmore going to be there the whole time. Gilmore will be there, but he and Bibiani are going to be do- out doing like, the interviews right. and stuff. Makes sense. So, <laughs> so they're doing the real work. Yeah, they're doing the real work. Right. I'm. Well, I mean, selling shirts. So I mean, I mean, it'll be fun. Guess what comes with the shirt? And then shaking hands. Mm. I got to be shaking hands with people. Buy a lot of Purell. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, so on top of that, like you've been able to see like what the, the programming looks yeah, like. So What's I, popped out? I've got Friday and Saturday's list. They have the Friday, excuse me, Thursday and Friday's list. Uh, mm-hmm. By the time we are recording this, Saturday's list is up, but I don't have it with me at the moment. Yeah. By the time this um, is out, so you, the you'll, whole yeah, you'll be able to go to, to the comiccon.org and see the whole thing. A um, couple of things that I hi- highlight. There's one on Thursday called "The Power of Myth," which mm-hmm. looks interesting. It's just it's about discussing sort of the world, like uh, claiming world mythology to shape one's own story. So it's the idea that like you take different mythos from different cultures and use it to shape the own, you know, the own, your own world building and storytelling. Uh-huh. Nobody particularly noteworthy that I know of. Why although, are you interested in that? Um, you know, as I continue to sort of develop what little writing skills I have, it seems mm-hmm. interesting to me is like just an hour-long panel about people's perspectives on sort of what you can take from different cultures and not 
be derivative rather than inventing or Not reinventing? This one, this one the, the OneRing.net is talking about the Hobbit movies. It's the guys who, who run that website, and they're basically talking about the different rumors, the different... Uh, you know, it looks like they're giving a sneak peek at some of the development materials, like the audio and visual stuff that they've been working on the last couple of years. Yeah, could be good. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I mean, I feel like we sort of we we've sort of you know done all we can with Tolkien yeah, up until it's a dry point. hump. It is a little bit. And listen, sometimes you go back for the dry hump, but I'm not feeling the mood. Right. Um, the uh, there was a good one I just saw the boom panel on irredeemable and, in, and uh, incorruptible with Mark Wade and That's Peter a, Krause. I'm actually that that looks irredeemable is a great book. Yeah. Um, uh, Walt Disney's doing a Tron legacy thing at the same time, which also looks good, but that's mm-hmm. one of the giant Hall H things versus in- Irredeemable Incorruptible, which is in 32 AB, which is You much, can just walk you in. Can, yeah, you just go chill out. Every year at Comic-Con, you just yeah. see those people who uh, camp out for Hall H, and they're there yeah. the whole day because it's where the big ones are. That's where all the big Marvel movie panels are. That's where like the yeah. Kevin Smith one is. Uh, the Twilight one had people camping oh, out all Jesus. over the place last year. I remember that. And, uh, it was and, awful, and Twilight's actually. Twilight's not going to be there this year, which is Thank God. Weird. Well, no, You know what, look, here's the thing. I, I, I'm all about vampires. I think it's a great thing that we're sort of reinventing science fiction in a way that's more acceptable in a pop culture way. I don't particularly love the writing of Twilight. I gave it a chapter and put it away. But my problem is that I, I think that it's it's it's... Too much of a thing now. I mean, right. it's, it's not the Beatles. I mean, we're not talking about some great artistic endeavor. We're talking about, you know, I, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, we're not. We're talking about some right. giant money making machine that's got pretty people in, you know, sparkly white makeup. Right. Not my thing. Um, we have a couple of Twilight ish articles up on the site right yeah. now. There's a, uh, Matt Kelly wrote a pretty, like a really good, you know, like usually when somebody says remakes, the first, yeah. the first reaction is, oh, <laughs> but they're, re- they're remaking Fright Night. Yeah, and um, he wrote. He went through like what's going on with Fright Night. Was like, you know what? This may not be so bad. And yeah. So he wrote like a checklist. These are the things you need in a Fright Night movie. This is how they're knocking out of the park. We also have uh, Jim Pellegrinelli, uh in New York. He's the guy who talked about the Vamp, which was the Twilight dildo. And he, <laughs> oh, Jesus he, he, fuck. He, people put it in their <laughs> freezer and then use it because yeah, because it's cold. cold. Yeah. And um, and he told us about the Vamp, but he just wrote this article about the different. Teams that are better than like Team Jacob, Team yeah. Edward. He's like Team Blade, Team, <laughs> team Oz from team Buffy. Oz. I like and that. And so he's got all these listed, and I yeah. thought it was a pretty good read. That's awesome. A um, couple other things I don't want to bore everybody by just going through events. Um, there's a City of Heroes one on Thursday that I'm kind of looking forward to. It's reinventing the superheroic MMO. The idea basically right. has been that the damn thing's been around for, Christ, six, seven years now, and how do they keep growing an audience at that point? And do they grow an audience? Like, like, uh, my like, understanding is it's pretty stagnant, yeah. but that the people who are there are, are like diehard, that they will never leave. Right. Um, I used to play, and I was... I you was, played City of Heroes? I did. I played on the Justice server, uh-huh. and um, I, I mean, I loved it. I, I went through, got a character to level cap, had a great time with it, got part of a crew back in the day when you could, Never like, played one. You know... Like, I, what do you do? You mean... An MMO specifically, or no, well, the superhero MMO. The superhero, I, I mean, it's, I, I played. Yeah. Um, I played. Uh, what was the? It was not an MMO, but it came out. Uh, oh, um, I know the one you're talking about. With uh, it was awesome. It was like the Liberty. Oh God, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Liberty Files or something. Uh, that, I'll, we'll the, look it up. I'll post the link and there. Sequel were awesome, and they're like, yeah. they're, they're like five dollars on. I remember, right yeah. Now. Um, Freedom Force. Freedom Force. Thank you, because the lead Force guy was, was like Mr. Liberty or the something. Freedom like Force that. was awesome. Yeah. Both those games uh, it, are it's it's similar. I've, I've played that a little bit. It's similar in sort of its its control. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's third person removed perspective, so you're you're able to like zoom out a lot and sort of get a much grander view. I mean, it, it plays like an MMO in the sense that there are different archetypes that have very specific roles. There are some that are better at soloing than others. There are some that are, you know, I mean, there are some missions you cannot complete without at least a couple other people. Um, as the game went on, I found getting pickup groups to be a lot easier. I found that despite some controversial, you know, rebalancing of powers, that actually everything was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I played as a blaster, which is very much a, like a nuker character in like a lot of other MMOs. So it's like a who the what kind of superhero would that be in like a Marvel universe? Uh, that would be it? like a um, uh, like firestorm. Yeah, it would be somebody who it's a lot of uh, projectile throwing or or like assault rifle stuff. Um, oh, okay. So it, yeah, it would be like more of a. Um, uh, human Torch kind of thing, where like you can fly around, but you you got some melee abilities, but really your thing is like shooting fireballs or making like big right. firestorms or that sort That's of thing. That's cool. Um, then yeah. there's like the the Defender, which is more of a healer but buffer kind of character. Mm-hmm. Controller, which is really debuffing and crowd control. Tanker, which is exactly as it sounds, yeah, and a like scrapper, Colossus. exactly a scrapper who does pure generally only melee damage, Wolverine. but has yeah, but has like very good. Um, uh, 
uh, individual soloing capabilities. Right. Um, so, I mean, and then, of course, there's the City of Villains, which has its own thing, and I'm not going to get into that. But, I mean, it, I, I can see that as a, as a business, it makes sense to continue running it because they are making money and it right. is profitable. But, you know, it makes sense to me that over time you'd have to figure out, all right, well, what are we going to do to either bring people back into the fold or find people and invigorate them for the first time? The one thing I noticed on, like, Saturday's schedule, yeah. uh, we briefly looked at it before the show, is that, that Sony Online is back with DC Universe Online. And it's like, yeah. they're there every year. Yeah. And la- last year, you guys remember us interviewing, like, Marv Wolfman and Jim Lee. Yeah. And is this game ever going to come out? This year, we're interviewing them again just because Mark Hamill's a part of it. Yeah. Um, What's the point? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I looked at the game last year. Right. Um, I played and it, it a little bit. It was E3. It was E3, you know, it was E3 too. I, I feel like, it, I, to, to say it's a knockoff of of um, uh, of uh, City of Heroes is, is inaccurate. I mean, it has its right. own dynamics. It has its own play. Um, but it looks like it. It kind of played like it a little bit. And it felt like, it, it did feel like, you know, City of Heroes in the DC universe. Which right. is fine, if that's what you're into. Um, but I, I didn't see in any of the playing that I did last year any innovation. I'm hoping this year that maybe they've changed it, that maybe they've you know, redone part of the battle system so that it's more engaging or perhaps that the story structure is more personalized. Um, Here are a couple of things that you pointed out. Uh, two USA Network shows that you're a fan of, Burn Notice and uh, White Collar. Okay, so the Burn Notice one yeah. I went to last year. Yeah. The Burn Notice one last year, you want to go purely for Bruce Campbell. Right. I mean, the man owns Comic-Con, despite the fact that I understand personally he actually is like a pretty normal, quiet guy. Yeah. But like, uh, in terms of, of watching somebody own a crowd, of watching somebody just know how to work the, the, the people who love him, unbelievable. Guy's hilarious. Matt Nix is really good on stage in terms of explaining like concepts and background and creation of storylines. It's very interesting stuff. The white collar one I like too because I think as a story, it's it's actually got some chops to it. It's not the world's deepest, most interesting stuff, but it's not popcorn either. So here's uh, Rob Liefeld designing <sighs> iconic characters. <laughs> okay, so what you do is you give them giant chests, you give them waists that are exactly the size just, of toothpicks. I'm finding a couple in between where, yeah. where you've got. Uh, you know, no, World um, of Warcraft epic loot. For you know, those of you summer entertainment. Have you seen the red trailer with uh, the, the whole thing with Bruce Willis? The, the adaptation no. of the Warren Ellis book. No. Uh, Where's it's that? Red. It's a, it's like yeah. older guys like in, a, in like a. It's got like Bruce Willis and um, Helen Mirren, John Malkovich, Morgan Freeman, and so it's older actors, but they're kind of like yeah. in a. Um, they used to be the CIA's top agents, but the secrets they know just made them the agency's top target. So even though they didn't have the skills, they yeah. have to like flip the system. Yeah. So. The short version of all this stuff is, of course, that the major television shows that you're probably interested in will either have panels or they'll have people doing right. signing. Get there early, scout your shit out, find out what's going on, and just go sign up. Because a lot of these are worth it. At 7 uh, on Thursday, I'm doing that panel with... Um, Ralph Garman. Ralph Garman. Can I tell you, by the way, guy. that both as a family it's guy... 7 p.m., yeah. 7 p.m. So Room as a family nine. guy watcher mm-hmm. and as somebody who listens to K-Rock here in Los Angeles, I find Ralph Garman hilarious. Cool. He is a great, fun guy. And if anybody ever watched back in the day, and I think it was like 2002 or 2003, he was the fake host of the Joe Schmo Show. Do you know mm-hmm. about this? Mm-hmm. So the whole thing was it was like Spike's early day, or Well, Spike either Spike's early days or... Whatever the channel was previous to Spike that I'm like, suddenly like a man out. channel, some kind of it was man a man channel, channel thing. Yeah. But the whole thing was that it was a fake reality show. There uh-huh. was one guy, Joe Schmo, who thought it was a reality show that he was competing with, and everybody else on the show was an actor who knew it was fake. And the whole thing was that it was sort of an experiment to see, like, can you make this guy really believe the whole time that whoa, he's whoa, on a reality whoa, show? So, so the, they, the person, it's not. So one guy, but, but the person is yeah. an acting. No, the one guy is not acting. It's absolutely Trumanish. It's absolutely yeah. Trumanish. Yeah. But okay. everybody else is, is paid actors. Oh. And, and actually, people you've seen in other and stuff. And they're like, hey, you're in Big Brother. Yeah, type yeah, thing. yeah. Or, it's hey, like, you're in a reality yeah. show. I, and really, they're just fucking with this guy the whole time. Yeah, and really. Oh, I'd like to see that. Yeah, well, the whole thing, I, I, I got to see if I can find it online. Because the whole thing is, I mean, they're all in competition for how, like $100,000 or right. something. And of course, in the end, he's going to get it. That's the whole point. Right. But it's interesting. But because, how much pain? And well, the, how much pain can they put him through? But also, like, he starts to pick up on things. Not that he thinks. <laughs> that the show itself is, is fake, but like right. they, they gotta change the story on the fly. Like they actually have to like rewrite things that night and like <laughs> pull actors out of bed and like help them like fix things and like so it's funny. hilarious. Because in the end, like they're all nice people, but some of them have to play the bitch and some right. of them have to play the asshole and some have to like huh. the backstabbing two timing slut and you know. And he then played he, like the, he the was the host. Yeah, he, he was the, the fake host. host. I don't remember what name he had. It was like something like Nigel Hawthorne or something like just completely not yeah. him and he's brilliant it was actually a very funny well done show and of course 
they tried to do it again and you really can't because once right. the secret's out, once you secret's do it once, out. it's out. But he, that's where I first sort of picked up Unlike on him. Unlike Punk, where you can always fool celebrities. Well, because they're not nearly <laughs> as smart as the rest of us. But he did a really good job on that and it's right. well worth like either finding him on K-Rock and listening to them online during the morning show. Um, you know, he does voice work for Family Guy. I mean, mm. so he's, he's probably a good resource if anybody happens to ever meet him on the street to like talk about VO stuff. Like he's got, he's got a pretty decent career. Well, the, the Comics on Comics guy has yeah. put together this panel and I'm hosting it. He's one of the people on the panel and then we're still adding comic book creators and, and comedians to it. The next day... I'm free. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> just, here yeah. you go. Eat crackers, boy. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I'm the cracker eating cracker. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. That, yeah. that should be your new... If you ever go back to City of Heroes... Cracker eating cracker. <laughs> cracker eating cracker. And oh you can God. spit crackers. They'd boot me in a heartbeat and it would totally be worth it. Uh, anyway. My friend Sean Neal had the job of booting people from... I think City of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an NCSoft game, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. He, had the, he had the job of like... Like booting people who are like, I think I'm gonna make the name Niggerator yeah. or something terrible Jesus. like yeah. that. And you're just like, okay, that's not gonna fly. <laughs> that was his job as booting people. But um, the next day on Friday at like 3:30, yeah. there's a a boat in the harbor. Yeah, and I'm hosting a panel at like 3:30. Sweet. It has like a party on a boat in the harbor. It's gonna be a shitload. Oh my of god, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Scott Pilgrim versus the, uh, the World panel is right before our panel Thursday night, so you can just. I'll go be there for there that too. To yeah. That. yeah. Oh my god, I cannot wait for that movie. Uh huh. I cannot wait for that movie. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it for a third time because I think it's worth emphasizing. I cannot wait for that movie, and I'm not even a giant Michael Sarah fan. I just think that that movie looks brilliant. I like that movie where he plays kind of like the the hapless guy who hopefully gets the girl by the end. What was the name of that movie? All of them. <laughs> 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 That's every. Oh, I was trying to think of yeah. that movie with Jonah Hill where he just makes that. Oh, super bad. Yeah. Oh. That, that face. I, like, I thought you were actually word? setting me up for a no. joke. No. Um, what was that? The name of that movie where like something bad happens and he goes, like he can't believe it happened, but now he has to like make do. What's the name of that movie? Uh, get him to the Greek. That's every. Every movie. fucking movie. <laughs> I, really, I can keep going down this list. They, they should be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Youth and Revolt. Uh, <laughs> Um, that's actually, you know, of course we're forgetting Arrested Development, which God willing will eventually come out in movie form. But yeah, um, guys, uh, let's let's hop to the movie review for this week. Uh, two movies came out: Despicable Me and, and Predators. Um, Despicable Me, fun movie. You should definitely go see it, especially. If, yeah, I hear it's a great family. It's, it's film. a really fun movie. Yeah. Um, but the movie that we got to talk about is Predators. Um, this is the movie that Robert Rodriguez produced, but he had Nimrod. Antel, how do you pronounce this guy's name? He did Armored. He's a oh, European no director. Yeah. This guy's directing it. Um, and there's even talk that he was like in the talks to do something with Sam Raimi on the Spider-Man yeah. series before that went to Mark Webb. But um, yeah, we can talk about that. Like, but but Predators is this movie um, where it's got Adrian Brody. Um, who Lord, else? It's Adrian Lawrence Brody, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Um, uh, what's her name? Braga. Alice Braga. Alice Braga. Um, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. <laughs> Who we will always think of as Machete as long as he's working with... See, I, I go uh, Johnny 31. Right. And then, um, and, and so so the movie opened. Let me tell you, I was excited to see this movie. Uh, I know it's like, it kind of was sprung on us. We were like, yeah. you know, wait, Predators comes out this weekend? Yeah. Like, in the summer of 2010, we... If it wasn't Iron Man 2 or Toy Story 3D, we, we kind of ha- haven't been getting excited for it. Nothing, you know, I was reading you know? an article about how crappy the movies have been this season. And I mean, we still have Inception. And we have Inception, we have a couple others. Scott, I mean, Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim looks good, but like but, Marmaduke? But we're, we're just kind of having a dull summer, and so a movie, a movie like Predators can just spring on you. Yeah. And you'd be like, wait, that's coming out. Uh, so Laura and I, of course, jumped to go see this movie. Um, during our honeymoon, Laura, do you want to come in here and talk a little bit? During our honeymoon, uh, we were looking through like uh, we were at a timeshare. Yeah, she can't we, wait. By we the were way. looking She's through so like excited. well, we were looking through like the brochures on things that you could do like around Puerto Vallarta. Yes. And and I'm looking through like what am I looking at? Like private beaches. You go on a little cruise through the for the day. Blah blah blah. And Laura comes over and goes, "Look, the Predator." And there is a brochure. Where they have set up zip lining, yeah, um, which I love. love yeah, zip, zip lining. lining. I've never done it, but, oh, but this whole zip lining thing, over. and it's over the village in Predator where they had the hostages. Oh no! And way. so they feature <laughs> yeah. the Predator. Like, like I don't yeah. even think Fox is yeah. cool with this, but the Predator's on the brochure, and they, 
you know, it's he's like the, the whole, wristbands. he's on the wristbands, yeah. he's on everything. And the whole selling point is, hey, the Predator, this is where they shot that's, Predator. That's fun. It's, and, um, and you just yeah. zip line, like hundreds of feet up in the air for thousands of feet. It's, it's insane and a lot of fun. But that was the kind of thing that Laura was like jumping at. She's like, we got to do this. It's the first thing we did. And you know what? You know what? That means you married well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah married Congratulations. Well. So, y- you married beneath, but you did okay. <laughs> <laughs> so last night we go to see Predators and yeah. um, you just haven't heard a whole lot about it. No, not really. You know, it's been very under the radar until mm-hmm. sort of the last minute. That like yeah. in the last month, I'd say, it suddenly became like a real thing. I mean, I guess... You read io9.com right. constantly and you're looking for spoilers right, like sure. I do, I guess. But in but, terms of the mainstream. But Laura's all about Adam Brody, uh, Adrian, Adrian, Bro- Adrian Brody. Brody. Yeah, Adam, uh, Brody. Adam Brody, Adam Brody y- not so much. You can be, you know, no? Who's that? OC. from OC. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but Adrian Brody, you know, it. The look on her face is just I like, will see any. I will, wrong I, with even you? after AVP and AVP Requiem, I will see like every any movie that has an alien or a predator in it. I I it's I, I'm glad you liked it because now I'll go see it. But I um, I, I the, AVP it, and AVP Requiem. I you oh, it was trash. Uh, you could have paid. You could have offered to pay me to go see it. and I would have avoided it. Like as you're drinking your milk <laughs> and eating my crackers. Can we find new things for me to do? <laughs> no. No. Uh, and so the, the movie, I'll just tell you how it opens real quickly. Okay. The movie literally opens on Adrian Brody free-falling onto a planet. Oh, wow. Like, he, he wakes yeah. up and he's in the middle of the air just yeah. falling. Yeah. And his suit's not opening and he's smacking at it and the suit's not opening. And so he and a bunch of these other people just crash, literally crash into this planet and they have no idea why they're there. They, they're drawing their guns on each other because they don't know who, what role, you know, yeah. who are you, blah, blah, blah. They finally, you know, you've seen it in the trailers, start to realize that they're, uh, you know, killers in them, their yeah. own right from Earth. And they've been put into this game pred- predator game yeah. reserve, which is the whole, you know, planet. Yeah. And later on, a character says, I tried to walk to the edge of this thing. And there is no edge to this thing. It's yeah. a planet. Yeah. And, and for a while, they think that they're on Earth. You know, yeah. uh, we all know that they're not. And... They aren't the only game on the game reserve. Oh no! Kidding. Even though they're being hunted yeah. by predators, predators aren't the only aliens in this movie. Yeah, you know, and um, okay, that's cool. It's it, it is cool, and all right. In the, even though the weapons are a little high tech, yeah. it didn't seem like any of these guys were from too far in the future, like the guns they were using or anything, did it? Like like one of the guys has a Gatling gun. Yeah, the girl has a. They all seem normal. Yeah, they all present seem day. present yeah. day. You know, like, they all got abducted off of Earth present day. Nice. You know, he's got, like, a super nice, like, rifle cannon. And she's got, like, what looks like, a, you know, a Blu-ray remote on the top of her sniper rifle. Nice. <laughs> but, Somebody in props is just like, fuck this, I'm out, guys. <laughs> paint, Screw you guys. Painted a Blu-ray remote <laughs> yeah. and put it on her sniper rifle. I'm not getting scale for this shit. But, uh, but for the most part, the, the you know, these, these guys are badasses from our time. And yeah. now they've got to go up against Predators in... What's cool is that you find out a little bit more about the Predators. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't do what Alien VP does, AVP or any of that does, where it just throws you a bunch of crap and it yeah. contradicts itself. Like, Ian Kerner had a, and I were talking about how they totally fucked up the gestation period of a chest burster. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, in the original movie, it's like, you know, the tension of having this thing and this dude for a while. Yeah. And in AVP, it happens in like five minutes. You know? Well. I mean, you, you can this use book, that as... Uh, the, the key to these movies is to give just a little bit of information and leave the tear up to the audience. Right. And in this movie, they do a good job of that. It's good. You know, you don't see a yeah. predator for a while. Yeah. And you see these these badasses just getting freaked out. That's right. badasses like, are freaked out, you're predator. freaked out. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Sorry. So, Sorry. So, so, Laura, you loved this whole movie. No, I totally loved it. Yeah? She loved the whole movie. Nice. I had a couple, like... Better, better than Just Friends? I had... Sorry. Just Friends is the shit. Just Friends yeah. is the shit. Well, I do like Adrian Brody more than... Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds. Right, right. You probably shouldn't take her to the uh, Green Lantern movie when it comes out then. Oh, that's yeah. good. I'll be fine. Okay. But, um, but no, this movie, you know, the one criticism you hear is that it's got like pacing issues. It gets a little yeah. slower in the middle. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think that at all. No. Yeah. It was so fun. I left with like a smile on my face. Like, that was so fun. Groovy. The, the script is as good as it needs to be. It, it's it's it, it, it's not preachy. It's not making some social commentary like a lot of sci-fi yeah. movies do when they get overly done. Yeah. Um, the, the, movie, the movie just serves its purpose, which Good. is just right. put you on a ride and yeah. keep you on the ride to the very end. You convinced me. Yeah. I'm going to go see it. When I'm I, leaving right now. Uh, you actually get to see a new Predator. I heard. 
I heard really? that there's there's because like you learn a little bit more yeah. to like the wolves and dogs. Yeah. And so like the one we're used to, classic predator, he's a dog and not yeah, a wolf. Not the wolf. He's You're gonna a see the wolf. And you awesome. see him, and it's like I was like, oh hi. Like, <laughs> Oh, hey, buddy! Yeah, the, the pre- How can you book yeah. me? And uh, <laughs> when when I was uh, back in college, we interviewed uh, Robert Rodriguez, mm. and um, my friend Seth Eisenberg has been on the couch before. Um, you guys remember him? He had an iPhone game he was promoting. Um, he and I interviewed Robert Rodriguez, and Robert Rodriguez talked about his script for Predators, how he wanted Van Damme to be in it, and how he's the villain, and Dutch Arnold Schwarzenegger get put on this alien home planet. Where they have these hunting rituals, mm-hmm. and they, you know, and they hunt the humans as prey, and, and different monsters like giant yeah. cockroaches and stuff like that, and how there's a rejected predator, you know, uh, who was thrown out of society, and how they team up. Some of those themes are in the movie, especially when you start seeing yeah. like, the predator hierarchy, like, uh, and uh, and it was refreshing to see that. But I think that this is a better movie than what I heard that day. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this, just, keep in mind. Don't get me wrong. A movie you know, with Van Damme is something I want to see. I mean, not anymore. Uh, this movie, this movie was was a shitload of fun. Good, you know. Well, honestly, especially I, I if you love. Oh, oh, Laura there's the one. Up. There Laura we go. Thumbs up. That's that's called double fisting at this point. <laughs> uh, this is Gilmore Fingers. It's a drink. One drink for Gilmore yeah. Fingers. Two shots for a thumb yeah. up. Yeah, I like that. And it's almost like Laura icing you. Like, have you seen I fucking that? Hate <laughs> I, know. I fucking hate this. Have you heard this? <laughs> the douchebag thing to do. It's like it's like a douchebag uh, ritual where yeah. they ice somebody. They get like a molson ice. Yeah, or like a Smirnoff ice or something Smirnoff like ice. that. Like you leave it on somebody's desk, or you like you hide it in their car or something, and then like they have to drink it. And they have to drink That's it on one knee. Yeah, yeah. Gayest it's, thing I've yeah, ever it's terrible. Heard. I think I agree with you. Why on yeah. one knee? What the fuck? Yeah, one knee. They, they chug the whole thing. That's the I was the world. I was thinking about doing a, a you've been iced tea. You've been iced tea with your peach iced tea. Mm-hmm. Then what do you think? The geeks came. The geeks. What do you think? A little crystal light packet with like a, with like a, a like a, like. A, You're wrong. This is the game. With, 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 like, with like a water with like a water bottle. Oh my god. With a water bottle. Uh, and what you gotta do is get down on one knee and just drink the geekscape. You just find a pink cup like later. Oh my god. You've been iced tea. You've been iced tea. Well. Be worse, I suppose. Oh, and can I get can I get the viewers' opinion if the white if the pink cup should leave? Yes, should the pink cup be retired? When we change when we move. Because I'm telling you, this I, Jason Ellis, you are the last guest on this. I know, I'm, I'm kind of honored set. actually. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the last guest. You, and you got stuck with me. No, I'm you want to hear a sad story? Matt Kelly's listening right now. Matt Kelly is probably the person most excited to be on Geekscape. He, and he's coming. To he did express. He did express uh, his excitement to me when we talked. He has. The other he day. has friends who have been on Geekscape who yeah. he's mad at for having been on Geekscape before he was on Geekscape. And here's the sad fact: we're moving during next weekend. I know. When his when is his opportunity? It's his opportunity to be on Geekscape. I don't know how the fuck that Geekscape's going to look. Matt Kelly, I I'm going to say this to you directly because we'll be meeting in the next few weeks. I'm sorry because this couch. This couch is legendary. <laughs> my first episode on this couch, I knew my life would change. I knew things would be different for me. Uh, that I'd be, I'd be a better man. I'm all, sorry you'll never have that chance. All we're really saying room. is... Actually, um, the couch will be, I assume, in the next office. No, so. the couch won't be in the new couch. No. will be in the office. The couch will no. be in the new couch. We're getting a new cover for it. It's going to be in the living room. The, the, the Geeks My God. My God. 171 episodes, and now you want to change things. We don't know what the Geekscape set is going to look like oh, in the new one. Van Damme might not be even be there because we're making these giant banners for the Geekscape. I'm getting you like a My Little Pony poster to put behind. Oh, yeah. you I think actually, you know what I think you should do? I think Can the I make, audience should design uh, Audience, <laughs> I want your opinion on this too. I feel like it should change every week. I think we should go from it being the same damn poster to like you finding like swag and stuff that like but you I, rotate every week. But I keep the same co-host. Yes. <laughs> the posters will change. P.S. P.S. This year when we're at Comic Con, can I not just or no? It was the it was the it was Gilmore's party where I was yeah. brought up and just being like, hey, we got all these great your favorites are here. Oh, and, and Ellis is back <laughs> over here too. Like like not Jason, that I need the accolades, but could I could I get a little respect Jason, this Jason, year? You are one of the, our favorites. <laughs> no, but there, like, there were there were ex guests at that party that weren't brought up at all. That's true. All right. That's true. It's, okay. You don't like being the sixth man? Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> not behind Gilmore. <laughs> well, Gilmore plays a role. I see how it is. Well, his he's, role is he's here. Every, he doesn't have much else to do. I, You're I, a busy man with this I, Hulu Plus and all this. Don't. Don't even get me we won't get. We won't get on if the, you called me, if you said, Nellis, I need you, I would be there. I know. I know. All right. 
Uh, guys, so Predators, go see that. Uh, your listeners are like, I'm fucking out. Kids. The Hulu Plus thing, I don't know what I can talk about on Hulu Plus. There's nothing we can talk about. It's it's in beta right now. When we're in full-blown like offer, like and it's open to everybody and no beta invites are going out, then we can talk about it. But what... Okay, it's in beta. It's in, okay, it's in preview. The word is preview. I didn't even know that. Cause... It's in preview. We're, we're, we're sending out a, like uh, stuff every every little once in a while. Invites are going out more regularly. Do you have to pay to be in the beta? Uh, it is like it, once you get invited to the beta, you have to pay the nine ninety nine. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's you do have to participate. But you know, the, the, there's a lot of great offerings there. You know, I'll say this: go to go to hulu.com/slash/plus. I believe is the the address right now. You know, it, it, talk to me about it offline if you see me, or send me an email if you're interested in hearing about it. I'll, I'll say this: that oh. personally, I think it's worthwhile for people who are looking to supplement. It is not a cable replacement by any stretch of the imagination. Right. But um, so you're you know, not going to put the local news on there. No, but you know right. it's it's worthwhile and interesting. Or I the think. show that so. Laura and I were watching today, uh, Rebel Monkeys on National Nat Geo, National Geographic. I don't know anything about Just, Rebel Monkeys. Yeah, you remember like the Meerkat Manor? Yeah, it's okay. like that, but with monkeys in India. All right, it's Fair cool. Enough. All right, um, we'll we'll, we'll take we'll take that offline. But when it's out of preview, then I have more I can say about okay. it. Okay, we'll put it that okay. way. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know that it was going through like a beta. No, no, no. It's 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 in. Uh, it's you know I mean this is new for us so it's right. in testing. We're testing. I'm writing wrong, down. But talk to Jason Ellis. Ellis. Okay, got it. Um, Never invite back again. Jason Ellis. Yeah. Starting to get demanding. <laughs> won't drink. I want. Won't drink want gallon of milk. My goddamn trailer. Won't drink a gallon of milk and risk life for geekscapists. Yeah. Now sorry. you now you all know where you stand in Jason Ellis's hierarchy. Sorry, kids. Let's start a fund so that we can pay this guy to kill himself. Holy shit! <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh I mean, God. by accident. Yeah, yeah. By accident. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Whoops. Because once you do, do the milk yeah. thing, once you yeah. do the milk thing, yeah. Then apparently I'm gonna die. Is that <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> if you're finding this tape and I'm not here, that means he got me. Um. Okay. Put a fund together for Jason Ellis to push himself to the limit. There you I go. I think that's what I mean. I won't do it less for less than three dollars. <laughs> he's like he's like our evil Knievel. <laughs> you could not find a worse evil Knievel. Anyway, um, all right, guys, uh, let's get to news. And there's really only two news topics that I'm a little concerned about. Um, one's good, one's bad. Let me hit you with the bad first. It sounds like Marvel doesn't want Ed Norton to return as Bruce Banner, the Hulk, I in the Avengers. Get movie. why. Uh, supposedly, uh, Ed wants to do it. I don't. Nobody knows what Joss Whedon is saying. But it sounds like an economic decision. Oh, he's they have expensive. A lot, they have a lot of superstars yeah. in this movie already. But my thoughts is this. Um, if he wants back, how much does he want back? And how is yeah. this not part of the Hulk well, contract? Here's the other thing. I, I really feel like maybe they were... And let's do this right. It's I, the I agree. Let's do but, it right. But I think... The, the tough thing about this is that we're hearing so much secondhand stuff. Right, I mean, of course. In, in any of these instances, I mean, it's, right. it's hard to know what's going on because you're, you know, you, we're seeing sort of everything and the, on and the, the nerds outer immediately get mad at the studio. Yeah, because it's all the studio's fault all the time, which right. I'm happy to say. But frankly, half the time it's the talent too. I mean, mm-hmm. these are people who, you know, and it makes sense. You, you spend a lot of time working up to a point where you think you're worth a certain amount. You right. expect that you're going to get a minimum that much. You know, you expect a level of treatment, you know, a la my trailer, motherfucker. And, <laughs> and you know, it makes sense. That, your milk. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that what we're probably getting is sort of the, the sort of the random smatterings right. of what the real issue is, which is probably there's some contractual issue that they're going over that's probably more legal than it is particularly interesting. Um, you know, but in the end, even if it's not Ed Norton, I'm sure they'll get somebody as long as it's not Eric Bana again. And right. Yeah. I, I always liked when I was in, in school before they cast Eric Bana for yeah. Ang Lee's Hulk. I always liked Billy Crudup. And I know he played Mr. I, know, know, I know he played I could see that. Blue Dick Man. Yeah. But, but but when I saw this movie, um, Jesus Son. Yeah. Have you seen Jesus Son? No, I have. It's haven't. like an indie movie that, yeah. that he was in, Billy Crudup. Yeah. He just played this conflicted, kind of loner guy yeah. in the middle of like, the Midwest or something. And I remember. There are all indie films about conflicted loner Well, guys. I remember seeing a conflicted loner guy played by Billy Crudup and being yeah. like. Oh, he's in the Midwest. He's conflicted, and he's a loner. He's Bruce Banner. Yeah. <laughs> he's Bruce Banner, and he's thoughtful. Yeah, he's Bruce Banner. I think it's great. Uh, I, that would be great casting. Uh, you know, and I loved him as, as Dark Manhattan, or as, I mean, he's, I mean, it's one of the things about that movie I did like. And, so, I, and I did yeah. like the movie. You guys know I like. I, the movie. I, I felt very. It was a five out of ten for me. But I'm that's, a defender. Yeah, I, and you should be. So let's just yeah. let's just hope. Let's, let's put our let's, geek. 
Let's hope, but let's also say this. Aside from Billy Crudup, who would be your pick if Ed Norton gets dropped? To play the to play the part. Well, if they're you got to think that if they're doing it for money reasons, or they're doing it for superstar reasons, that they're going to go in a like a roughly unknownish, yeah, direction. Okay. So if they do that, do they go with somebody like the level of? And I'm just throwing this isn't my idea, but like a yeah. Michael, like a Michael C. Hollish, like to, like a TV actor. Oh, level. I like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, do they go to do they go to TV and say let's bring somebody up? Like, or or do they go with somebody like a Chris Helmsworth, like they did with Thor, where they say, okay, here's a guy who's been in a couple movies. Now let's give him a, a, yeah. a, a spot to shine. You know what I mean? And at that point, who do they cast? No, that's like TV movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I would hope TV. I mean, you know, listen, Ty. Ty Burrell is uh, is Doc Samson. I, I would want him to come back like and play that part. Ty Burrell actually. a lot, yeah. yeah. Um, although with the long hair, that would be interesting. <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean, I think uh, I don't know. I, I I think I like the idea of the TV person. I almost going along the the, mm-hmm. the Michael C. Hall thing. Like you almost want to. And he's Peter, not my choice. He's my dude. no 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 yeah. no. But like a, you want a Peter Krause looking guy. You right. want somebody who looks like. And every man who can rise to the occasion when necessary, but also can sort of be that like deep depression, conflicted. You know that right now. Do you hear it right now? The the whiny uh, voices all yelling um, Nathan Fillion. Do you? Do you? <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Let me as caveat as that. As much as we love Nathan Fillion, I, I fucking love Nathan Fillion for a lot of stuff. <laughs> that is will- not one of them. Any name that's any any character that's thrown out, they all want. Nathan I liked it when it was the idea for him as the Green Lantern. I liked it as, for him as the idea of being uh, Hawkeye. Like uh, these are things yeah. that I think he'd do. He could be a great uh, if you color his hair, be a great Green Arrow. Nathan but he is not the Hulk. If I get comments on this thread about how we're wrong and he should be the Hulk, I will cut a bit. You know what? You know what? Um, Adrian Brody. He oh, you know I could see good. that. Yeah, last night. In the, I'd in actually the almost want him to be less in shape. Right. Oh, yeah. he, he was jacked. In uh, yeah, twenty-five pounds. Yeah. So yeah, he put on twenty-five pounds of muscle. He cut out all sugar and alcohol from his diet. Like he worked out like a fiend six oh, days dude, a week. A scene, like, there's a scene where he's got his shirt off, and you're just like, "Damn, is that yeah. the same dude from Summer of Sam yeah. or Pianist?" <laughs> yeah, right. like, the, the, that is not the guy yeah. starving in Auschwitz or, or whatever it is. <laughs> the pianist. Uh, he never made it to Auschwitz. In that he movie. didn't. He no. hit out. He hit he out. out. Played, um, played the piano on the piano, like. Um, above, it was very guys, uh, this now this is weird. This is what makes me think I'm in a bizarre world. Marvel is rumored to be making a weird casting choice. Meanwhile, Fox, who has this Matthew Vaughn directed X Men First Class coming out yeah. less than a year, that they're casting like crazy right now, yeah. is making nothing but good choices. No, this is this is good. The possibility that Kevin Bacon's going to play the villain in X Men First Class, I and mean, you've already got um, who, who do you have? James McAvoy as Professor X. Yeah. You've got. Um, oh hell! I saw this list the other day. Um, who's the guy from uh, from Inglorious Bastards? Uh, Michael Fa- uh, Matthew Fassbender. Is it Matthew or Michael F- Fassbender? Uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael. Yeah. As as Magneto. Yeah. You've got uh, Alice Eve from you know, and, and she's going to play. Uh, Emma Frost. Now yeah. there's this rumor that Aaron Johnson from Kickass is going to be Cyclops. I like every single one of those casting decisions. Yeah. The kid who looks like he's going to play Beast looked like a good casting decision. Yeah. Now you hear that there's possibly Banshee's going to be in the movie, which which which, which makes me think they're keeping things to like classic 1960s, which, early 70s X Men. You know what? Which they should. Class. That, yeah. It sounds awesome. I do not want to hear. I don't. I, I don't want to see Wolverine in this movie. I don't want to see Storm in this movie. I don't want no. to see too many of the new X Men in this movie. I want them to establish yeah, a clean I, X-Men mythos yeah. and just keep it well, pure you know, and, listen, and then start branching the, out. The problem is... Let's tell a good story yeah, first. I mean, I think the problem is with the first three X-Men films is that initially you had some really great casting choice and Halle Berry. And, <laughs> and that was fine. And, right. and then as the movies went on, and you know, the second movie was really rock solid and the yeah. third movie was crap and that's, you know, and then you get the, the, you know, the Wolverine yeah, the third Origins. Movie was which, about, the third movie was kind of like it was the cast and studio. The, yeah, the third movie was we're going to forsake the story and make money. Right. I mean, and everybody was guilty. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody who participated in that film was guilty. And that's fine because, you know, I mean, it did its job. It did its job. But I'm I'm tired of Hugh Jackman. I'm tired of things about Hugh Jackman. I like Hugh Jackman. I like him, but I'm just tired of Wolverine played yes. by Hugh well, Jackman. Yeah, I, but I just that's, like that's been the argument all yeah. along like, you know, but but what's weird, you know, but they're still going to do this Deadpool movie. Which, you know, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, it'll be fine, I'm sure. Right. I, you know, but it's got to kind of be its own. I mean, 
what does Fox's Marvel Universe look like? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I, it's a good if question. They, if they revamp yeah. Fantastic Four, does Fantastic Four play in the X-Men universe as well? I don't know. You know, you know I, mean? I, like, I, I like the idea of the Avengers shared universe. Right. Are we not, are we not I really do like this. Yeah. So far, X-Men First Class is, oh, man, I want, is turning I would, into a movie yeah. I want to see. Hopefully they, they go, you know what, we can't make it in a year. Let's push it another year. Yeah. Because that'd be great to have this up against uh, Avengers and with the casting. The way and can I just say, I would want to, if we're going to redo the Fantastic Four, I, we, we need to talk about that cast because that cast would need to be key. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon. I was thinking that he, that he plays one of the guys, what's the name of the politician who's in charge of the Sentinel program? Like if he played... Oh, um, oh hell, I know I know. This. It, uh, especially because that yeah, character yeah. in yeah. the current books. Yeah. Um, not Robert Kelly. That's the one who does the Mutant uh, Registration Act. Uh, if if they do that whole deal, um, I was talking to I think uh, one of our listeners. I think it was Muldy or it was somebody Health Online. So or Dave. It was Dave. It was probably Dave out in uh, in East LA. Uh, he said, "What if uh, Kevin Bacon was playing Mister Sinister?" Which would be awesome because I'd love that. that whole storyline that yeah. like Mister Sinister and uh, Professor X, like they were all part of this whole mutant uh, process, this whole yeah. mutant experiment thing. So Kevin Bacon, would, I think, would be a kick-ass Mister Sinister. Yeah. Well, the question is, do you think that they would explain that like the Ultimates in terms of why mutants exist, or would it be like heightened human evolution, like in the mainstream argument in the mainstream community continuity? I can't speak today. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, there's so little I know about this movie. I didn't even yeah. read the X Men First Class story yeah. like, when it came out. Like I didn't read it. Um, but, but I'm down. I mean, everything looks so promising with this. Yeah. Like I'm just waiting for the other. You know, I mean, you just wait for the other foot to fall, and hope. You know, hopefully the Avengers they, they do this thing right because, you know what? In the, at the end of the day, do you even need the Hulk in the Avengers? No, I, truthfully not. I mean, you know, if you're being true to the original story, to the, sure. to the true, pr- you but know. But then you don't put Captain America in it. No, which right. makes, well, makes everybody sad. I right. Mean, you know, then you do Cap- Captain's Kooky Quartet. I mean, you know, no, I get it. I mean, we're reinventing the, the, the concept a little. You know, unless, unless you do an Ultimates version where he's initially the menace and you right. sort of push him in the direction of the bad people... And just let him destroy them. Well, you, maybe that works. You but, know what? They have yet to announce any kind of villain talk, so I, I, you'd think that they are going to do an Ultimates-ish storyline. I don't know. They could do the Loki thing. I mean, they do have a Loki cast. Right? Yeah, but I mean, in the sense that like it's all him sort of trying to destroy Thor, and it happens that he inadvertently helps create it. Right. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I like more the. I, I'm more of a fan of stories where it's there's a great. Villain that causes these people to eventually come together. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, not uh, not Sam, like, Sam Jackson and Eye Patch. No, not Sam Jackson and Eye Patch, which was cool initially and is now overdone. Which but, is why we, yeah. which is why he's now known. Which is now known as. Are you as tired Sam of these Jackson. motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane? Tired of because I am motherfucking Tony Stark. Come over here and learn about your motherfucking father. Yeah. Wait, wait, we're going to invent a, a new element, unexplainium. It's going to be great. It'll take you an afternoon to make, but our scientists have been baffled for decades. Right. It's cool, though, because you have this diagram of a park. And when you put it in your supercomputer that nobody would know would exist 30 years later, he's totally going to figure it out for you. Oh, and you're going to build a particle, particle accelerator, you know, in your basement. Did just turn say? this. It just seems weird that he did all this in an afternoon. He did it in an afternoon. I like how the, the, the guy from uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. was like... They can't paint our new apartment in two days. They can't, know, paint, right? our new, yeah. <laughs> they can't paint our new apartment in two days. The guy from Shield is like, I'm gonna go to the Starbucks. Uh, don't do anything fishy while I'm gone. And, I and he's like, I won't. The second I, the, the second the door closes, he's like, back up the trucks. Yeah, like I got you a mocha. What the hell did you do? <laughs> did you just make an element? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh God, that third movie had better be great. And can we please have a villain that's not basically an evil Iron Man again? That would be my chief complaint. You don't like. I, you don't like. I I need my bird. You don't, I need, I need my bird. bird. Where is my bird? Where is bird? I would have thrown some kernel down on him, like right there, <laughs> just like a big ass KFC bucket, just being like, kablam! Yeah, there well, you go. I like Sam Rockwell; he's always funny. I like, you know what? I like Iron Man. Too. I thought uh, I liked Iron Man too. I thought Don Cheadle was way underutilized. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Guys, let's talk comics. Oh um, my god, I love this. I haven't read this. You haven't I, read I, this? I just started it. Martin <clears throat> Sure sent this to me for Christmas, yeah. along with the Waiting Place. 
Waiting Place I've talked about. It's awesome. I'm now getting into Zot, which is Scott McCloud's book. I've read Scott McCloud's Quite tasty Understanding stuff, I Comics. Quite tasty yeah. But, um, but Zot I haven't read, and it's... What is it? I mean, have you read this? It's like a, it's like yeah, a superhero it's, it's, that comes to Earth? Yeah, it's a superhero from an alternate reality. He comes to Earth. I, I mean, there's so much in here that it's hard to sum up. But mm-hmm. essentially, it's... It looks like a relationship. It's, it's action. There's love. It's. I mean, it, it touches on a lot of the major themes of, like, the Scott McCloud world of, superhero, of, of superheroes. Um, oh, sorry. No, you're doing good. Um, but I, I, I think it's worth... I read this years ago. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't looked at this in probably five or six years at least. But it's it's... You know, black and white. It's not terribly flashy. The art is good. I guess they it's did simple. like ten color in the eighties. Yeah. This is this is from nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety one. Yeah. This is his collected edition. I guess. Yeah, and actually, this actually is I think missing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he says that, that there were some other artists that did a couple issues on the book, and he said that if he had included it, this five hundred and thirty seven or so page book would turn into a nine hundred page book. So yeah. that stuff will have to be collected in another issue, but. But looking at it, like you can see, like some manga influences. Yeah. Uh, you can also see Scott McCloud really like doing things that I think if you work for a Marvel or DC, you you're not going to be able to do as as freely. Yeah. Uh, because you're working more on a on a strict, you know, deadline and, yeah. and kind of an assembly line situation. But like a page that I just turned to here is a guy really experimenting with visuals and the medium. Yeah. Like that's a two page spread and it's crazy. Look at all those crazy close-ups. That's like some Starenko-looking stuff, you know? Yeah. And so you, you do get the advantage of an indie book that kind of pushes the medium yeah. a bit. Um, so even though he's he may not be like a Jim Lee or, a, you yeah. know, any of the guys who were hot during 1987 to 1991 when a lot of the image guys started coming to their own, uh, you, I mean, look at that. Yeah. No, I it's mean, beautiful. You, st- you still get yeah. some really amazing similar yeah. artwork. I mean, and anybody who's, you know, uh, I mean, sort of an art person more than just sort of general comic books will find a lot of really interesting stuff in here. I mean, his use of shadowing is really interesting. Perspective is really, you know, the way that, that, you know, I mean, he takes sort of the simple application of taking three frames to zoom in on somebody's eyes are still interesting and there's still a lot to see. Um, And it's very, you know, the lines are clean. It's got a lot of, you know, expression and interest. Uh, There's just, there's so much going on in here and on, on even pages where people are just talking. Um, it's it's well worth the investment. Um, what did you get this for? This was for twenty. It was twenty five bucks. It was worth a gift. It. Do you, yeah. When I'm done reading it, you want to borrow it? Uh, you know what? I should really get my own copy. You know who it reminds yeah. me of too is uh, one of my favorite artists from. Bless when you. I, when I was. Is untied. Bless you. When I started working in a comic book store mm-hmm. like in 1994, uh, my one of my favorites was Paul Chadwick, who did Concrete. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of this kind of stuff you would see yeah. in, a, in, a, in a concrete book. Yeah. Where they're really pushing, like, he's working with, like, you know, even if it, he didn't have to to put line work into this, a blank sky around the, the moons, but he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's cool. Yeah. So, Zot. Well he, worth it. Well worth it, definitely. Yeah. You learn a lot about comics just reading these guys. Um and of course, if you guys are fans of Understanding Comics, is that his book, Understanding Comics? Is it's, that it? It's, yeah, it's Understanding comic, Comics and... Yeah, and Making Comics. Making Comics, yes. And, uh, <clears throat> and here he, he's actually storytelling with a superhero yeah. book. And, and um, Understanding Comics and Making Comics are good. Uh, there's some stuff in there that, that people still discuss about whether he's right or not. I mean, obviously, it is a perspective and not sort of an ultimate authority. But I, I think overall, his perspective is very similar to mine in that... You know, I mean, these are sort of the derivatives of, you know, sort of culturally, you know, the mythic works that human, you know, that humankind is. Well, that's used why you to want to go years. to this. That's why you want to go to yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, channel. I think that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's something that's interesting to me. Um, but I, I think ultimately, <clears throat> excuse me, it is it is a perspective, and it's worth keeping that in mind. But they're worth picking up. Wait, what the hell? You had noted that you want to go see this Stargate universe. No, I have panel. to. I need to cover that for work. Oh, you do. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, don't I don't. You... I, I watched the the season Stargate Universe. Uh huh. I was very underwhelmed. It's not good. No, I I just there's some stuff in it that's good, and I'm sure that okay. The... So the stars are for work, like Caprica. Yeah, I, again, I, Caprica was bad. I didn't like Caprica. You've heard my rant on Caprica. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead. I'm into that. Um, I uh, I gotta tell you, I am really excited for that. Yeah. Um, I have seen bits of the script. And it's of the first episode, and it's good. Spotlight on the Eminens. Yeah. Eminen? Is Catherine yeah. and Stuart Eminen? Yeah. Like the artist? Stuart Eminen from uh, my favorite stuff of his was, um, 
Oh hell, what's it? It was the. Um, oh, I'm he totally did some X Men. He did, he did some. He did X Men. He did a bunch of stuff. He did something with um, Warren Ellis. Crap. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Don't know. Um, it was a group of uh, like low level superheroes. It was totally. Oh crap! I'm gonna write it on the on the thread. Sorry okay. guys, and we're gonna move on. Uh, Bones. Bones. Yeah, I got a. You're into that show? I watched it. You didn't I, put a star by it. Um, I watched it. I, I thought about going to the thing, although to be perfectly honest, it's it's another big ballroom thing, and I'm not that hot yeah. for the next season. Yeah, ballroom um, is The one I am covering, and I haven't started for work, is The Cape, which could either be good or really well, shitty. Let me see The Cape. One man makes a difference. When Vince Faraday, an honest cop in a corrupt police force, is framed for murder and presumed killed, he assumes the identity of his son's favorite comic book superhero, The Cape, to reclaim his name, family, and his city from the ruthless art corporation and the mass villain known as Chess. You know what? It's got David Lyons from the, from ER. Yeah, it's got Summer, Summer Glau. Glau. So, gentlemen, please yeah. keep it to yourself. Although they should have cast Nathan Fillion. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nathan Fillion in everything. Good. I'm down. I'm down. I like him just fine. Did you see the other day? He, um, who was it? Uh, Nathan Fillion, I think, it's tweeted. Got Vinnie a pic- Jones in it. Yeah, yeah, it does have Vinnie like, Jones. Like, wow, it's got some. Uh, no. the Cape. I, I heard of it, but I didn't. It's it, it may be exactly good. I've seen a couple of previews there online. Um, I thought it was a superhero story, but now I'm learning it's a guy, this guy like who's presumed dead. So kind of like the spirit, he says, "Hey, everyone, kind of, I'm yeah. dead. I'm going to be a superhero." Yeah. Um, I'll watch that. Yeah. Did you see the picture the other day? Nathan Fillion tweeted out. It was him. Yes. Him. Uh, him with Adam Baldwin, Baldwin um, Alan Tudyk, and uh, Joss Whedon. And the all boys. Out. The boys are back. Which, of course, you know, the rumors of, oh my god, are they doing another project together? And I make that voice because cool. that's how you all sound. Uh, <laughs> all of you. Cool. Yeah. I was so excited about that, I forgot to put on deodorant. Oh. You don't wear it regularly anyway. <laughs> the Joss Whedon experience, now that we're mentioning it, yeah. this is a three o'clock on, a, on Friday. The, every year, Joss Whedon, the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and all that, it's just him talking in a Q&A. That's ballroom 22, man. That, yeah. that thing's going to be Are we packed. really going back to this? I thought we were... Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I kind of just want to know. Yeah, fair again, enough. I'm going to be stuck at that Geeksgate booth. Green Hornet, you're really into that? Well, I may actually... Uh, my friend works at Sony. I want to see if I can get in on some of this stuff. Um, Green Hornet and the other guys. The other guys actually looks funny. It That's the funny. Mark Wahlberg and... Um, Will Ferrell. Uh, Will Ferrell cop buddy and movie. Adam McKay. Yeah. Uh, what I like is Adam... We went to see this Predators last night. Whenever an Adam McKay movie comes out, yeah. it... They always have a pretty funny trailer that's not a trailer. Yeah. Um, remember during um, Step Brothers, it looked like you were just looking at a still of, of them? Yeah. And then they start moving a little yeah. bit. In this one, you have slow-mo of Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg in slow-mo. You've seen the posters of them, like yeah. John Woo style, flying towards each other. Yeah. And then the wires, actually, they run into each other, and they get all tangled, <laughs> and they start complaining. Um, you're That's like, awesome. oh, this is a totally normal photo or a totally yeah. normal trailer, and now we got this. Roger Corman. I think we're talking to Roger Corman. From, yeah, the Shaft Factory thing. I thought about going to that. We... we uh... I think we're, we're interviewing him for discussing Geekscape. It. Yeah. Archer. Oh. I th- you know what? It's funny. I thought that said Archie. Nice. If you're not watching Archer, or if you haven't watched Archer, there's something so wrong with you guys. It's Archer, the 1960s style cartoon that's on. Yeah. It's cool. That's, that's just yeah. like horrifically dirty spy. Like, so what if James Bond were like riddled with STDs and just a complete utter asshole? <laughs> it's hilarious. My favorite on that is Aisha Tyler, who plays one of the um, sort of his... His former his his former love interest and now just like antagonizes the hell out of him. It's brilliant. It's hilarious. The voice acting work on that show is great. The animation is really stylish and good looking. Totally worth it. You ran out of uh, blue ink. No, that's my coworker who okay. made that commentary because he one of my one of the guys I'm going down with does pretty much all anime at Hulu. Uh-huh. So he's he works with Viz Media, Funimation, sort of the big players that we yeah. have relationships with. Uh, Tokyo Pop. Tokyo Pop, I think right. is is one. Um, okay, so he's he's looking he, at this. Yeah, stuff. well, uh, he, he he circled Bukaki gun. <laughs> what, what is the Bukaki gun? Uh, that's that's your favorite show. That, that's, I think that's uh, you can get the, the the latest for your nephew. Yeah, my or, brother. Your brother. My your younger brother still plays <laughs> yeah. Bukaki gun. I don't think so, but you're the one drinking a gallon of milk, but he's the one playing Bukaki gun. You know what, uh, old man? I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <in a minute. laughs> um, yeah. 
And then the my spike in the uh, spike in my. Oh, that's yeah. from ten to midnight on yeah, Friday. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll, we'll be drinking. Part, yeah. yeah, we'll be trying to convince you to kill yourself on Geekscape. I mean, slowly, slowly. Yeah, yeah. Starts yeah. with the crackers. It ends with, hey man, this thing's got a bottle. God, of, look at the time. Are we done yet? Not Jesus. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. We got to talk video games. <laughs> oh video games. It's gonna be an hour and a half podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. It, the little light starts blinking. Well, the thing. What, here's Gilmore goes. <laughs> Yeah, it's whenever he gets bored. But the thing is, like, he's always checking his phone, yeah. like what Gilmore does. Wait, with, on, with that, would, would, he's make, would, it, would it phone. make you feel like Gilmore's here if no, I no, go no. like this? The, 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 the reason he, um, the reason he I sometimes mean, no. like falls into the frame is because yeah. he turns around and he checks his phone and he kind of fucks around during the episode. Uh, what? We miss you, Gills. We miss. He you. misses you, Gills. <laughs> <laughs> um. Video games. The big yeah. game that came out this week was Crackdown 2, which I was looking forward to because I was a big fan of Crackdown 1. Yeah. But, of course, it's gone through, like, different studios and this and that. We have a review on the site, and from what everybody's writing online, it's supposedly Crackdown 2 is, like, okay. It's, yeah, it's like a 6. It's like, yeah, it's like a 6. It's it, it actually does a little backwards work from Crackdown 1. Oh. Like, I really liked Crackdown 1. Yeah. I like open world type of games like that, but... Crackdown 2, I guess, uh, you know, has a lot of mechanic problems, yeah. like jumping on ledges. Sometimes the ledges, you grab onto them, and then ledges that you grabbed onto earlier, you, you can no longer grab yeah. onto. And so Incons- tiny, tiny yeah. little details like that. Yeah. Inconsistent and then, uh, physics. Great. Inconsistent physics, and then um, just the the game of it. The controls, yeah. all of it, it's just not that great. It seems sloppy, is what I've heard. That being said... You don't need to go and pay $60 for a game because Monkey Island 2 Special Edition came out for $10. Monkey Island. Um, Yeah, Monkey Island 2 Special Edition came out. We had an interview with uh, a two-part interview with the the game lead, which is uh, our friend Craig Derrick. And, yeah, I downloaded it yesterday. And going through Monkey Island, yes, it's still a simple game. Yeah. Like, we've definitely come... I mean, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. And I remember being 12 and just being like, this is the greatest effing game ever. And I and I hit select and I go back to the old graphics yeah. and I'm like, this is. I, I used to think these graphics were incredible. Yeah. Um, so I still go back and play old NES games and think, holy crap, right. this is the and, best thing in the world. And, right I'm, then. and I'm sitting there looking at the graphics and, and stuff like that, and it's like we've definitely come. Be, as much as I love yeah. Monkey Island Two and I've enjoyed playing the special edition, like we've definitely advanced beyond it as gamers. But it's but, you know, fun. But you know, it's, it's like going back and playing. That, that's, that's true. Anymore. But it's like it's like going back and playing like what, what, Maniac Mansion is a good example. I love of a to game. play Maniac That was a great Mansion, game. Yeah. Which at the time you had all these characters to choose from. It was like a real like in depth world. You know, the graphics for their time were good. Mm-hmm. And now you play it now and you're like, Christ, I can't even believe I was scared of this at one point. Like, I look at this. Game. Yeah, I know. Like this is. Oh no, the weird blocky thing with the tentacle is coming after me. Ah! <laughs> That's like, the day of the tentacle. I'd yeah. love to see a special edition of that. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. The tentacle is actually the, the bad guy. I love yeah. that game. Uh, Monkey Island 2, definitely pick it up. What, what's cool, yeah. what, what I like, my big reason for playing through it is to see all the artwork that went into the game, all the yeah. music that went into the game. Uh, that stuff gets stuck in my head. I love that stuff. And then um, there's commentary. There are parts nice. in the game where yeah. you can actually hear like uh, Dave Grossman and and, and uh, Ron Gilbert talking about yeah. putting the game together. So that stuff is really pretty cool. Somebody like me, um, I recommend it. Did you, speaking of retro games, did you see that new thing that came out? The retro N three. The retro N three. I saw this. And what is it? It's got an it's got NES. A, it's got an and, NES and SNES and a Sega Genesis, basically. And then cartridge it's got wireless port. controllers. Yeah. And you can put old controllers into it. Yeah. For eighty bucks or seventy bucks. Seventy bucks, but. What about emulators? <laughs> like, that's a good point. You know, truthfully, I I, I would make the argument that who there owns is, a lot of cartridges still. I do actually. Do you really? I still own. I still have an, an NES and an SNES. I used to have a Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. but I never fell, fell in love with anything on that. I always loved the Genesis was my shit. No, I, see, kid, I was kid, I was a Nintendo Chameleon, kid. Kid Chameleon, Chameleon was good. I mean, I'll play that Quackshot. You guys know I um, love Quackshot. You insert joke about Quack here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I still own a dozen NES games. I have. Uh, at least 12 or 15 right. SNES games, I, I would get it. I already still have my original system, so I don't feel the need, but it's definitely worth the, the investment for anybody who has those old cartridges in a box somewhere. Well, guys, that is Jason Nellis's take on retro gaming. Yeah. Um, we are going to be here in some form next week. I don't know how. We're going to figure out how to do a show with Matt Kelly next week from some place. I don't know what's going to happen. You can do it from my new studio if you want. I don't even know how I'm going to upload it because we won't even have internet at the new place. 
But that being said, you do want to check out geekscape.net for all the latest Comic Con news. Yeah, We've also it. got Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Search for us, geekscape.net. Um, can, I, can I ask, don't you think yeah. these guys probably know all this by now? Yeah, I don't know. They get lazy. We hope there's always new people. Fair there's enough. A, there's always new people. Well, and that, that, that being said. And if you are new, stick around. These guys are okay. We, we've got new merch coming, or, too. Or we're sorry. Yeah. Or, or we're sorry. <laughs> or, Either stick around or, or this hour you've wasted. Uh, you know. I put it on in the background. Yeah. Um, we've got new merch coming out. We'll see you guys at San, in San Diego if you guys are going to be there. If not, the merch that we're... Presenting for the first time in San Diego will be available the following week on the site. So you definitely want to go to geekscape.net, get involved in the conversations, get involved in news stories. All the news stories we read on the, on the show, we get off the front page. So get to it. Jason Word. Ellis. Sir. We'll see you again when Hulu Always Plus launches out of beta. We'll see you before then. We'll see you next You'll see me at Comic Con. You'll see, see me in two weeks. Maybe we'll do our big milk challenge there. We could. Oh my god, that guy dressed up as the puke. Did you see him? <laughs> he was phenomenal. Oh, oh, he really got that smell right, too. <laughs> Terrible. Ooh. And then he drank that milk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a buy. <laughs> <laughs> Can't breathe. We'll see you guys next week somehow. All right. I promised Matt Kelly. I don't, <laughs> like, Matt, I don't know why I didn't take the damn weekend off. Otherwise, move otherwise my house. Matt, Matt just comes in so cold. <laughs> so cold. Like, I got to move. We got to get Comic-Con ready to go. As, as, as we, I was going to say, as we end the show, hopefully for you, Matt Kelly, there will be a show next week. <laughs>